Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 24. Welcome everyone to the program today. My name is Brian Holmes and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, activating destinies, and changing nations. Our desire here is to see you healed, your mind renewed, for you to discover who you really are and what God has uniquely created you to do and to be. What an exciting time. It's 2014, everybody, and it's just a a great time to engage life. Today we're talking about rediscovering and awakening your dreams. So I'm ready to get started if you are. Come on, everybody. Let's begin now. What a great day to be alive. What a great time to engage life. What a great time to to just really hone in on what we want and what we desire and what it is that we believe God has called us to do in this particular season. And uh, I just want to tell you as we begin the program today, I'm very excited. I just feel as though 2014 is going to be a year that is a true watershed year. It's going to be a a year that we look back on a few months from now, a few years from now, and we say that was a turning point. That was a time when when things took a quantum shift in a direction that was just remarkable. And I hope that you have that same kind of faith and that same kind of confidence regarding your life, regarding your future, because as I look ahead, I see great things. I see great opportunities. And I know that there's a lot happening around the world. I know that there's bad news. Every time we turn on the television or the radio, I know that there are those that would love to to you know, poo-poo on our parade and just make us feel as though there's no hope, everything's just terrible, there's no opportunities, and, you know, to be optimistic in a time like this is just crazy. But let me tell you something. I am in this world, but I'm not of it, and I believe with all of my heart that if God has said something concerning my life, concerning your life, then it is so, and it will come to pass, and it will be made real in your life. And I want us to to approach this year with that kind of faith, that kind of confidence. Well, man, it's just so exciting. As you know, We're talking about new beginnings here, and we're going to be doing that for several weeks leading up to a very, very important time on the 25th of January, 2014, where we're going to be hosting a one-day transformational event that I believe will set the tone for anyone who can be in attendance with us. It is not going to be a lecture-type seminar. It's not going to be just a, a time for you to sit for a number of hours and hear me talk. We're going to go to work together. We're going to dig in. We're going to really dig into our hearts, and we're going to press in for those things that God has given us to accomplish, given us to do. We're going to dream again. We're going to, we're going to really be excited about transitioning from where we are and where we have been to where we're going. It is going to be a day that we're calling New Beginnings. And uh, I want you to just take a listen right now to this promo regarding the New Beginnings Workshop because it has so much to do with what we're talking about today. Well, 2013 is coming to an end, but more importantly, this season of your life 
is coming to an end. Whatever that means to you, understand this, life is about seasons. And I want to tell you about a very exciting opportunity that we have coming up on January the 25th, 2014. I'm going to be hosting, right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, a New Beginnings Workshop. In that training, I'm going to be talking about putting the past behind you once and for all. Would you like to do that? Would you like to take all those things that have limited you and held you back, the emotions, the hurts, the experiences, the failures, the mindsets, and bury those once and for all and leave them behind you? Would you like to awaken the dream and the heart and the passion for your future and for your purpose and your destiny? Would you like to build a strategic plan and really have a, a vision that you can write down, make it plain, so that you can run in 2014 with great intensity and great success? This seminar is going to provide those kinds of things for you. I want to invite you to be a part of this landmark event, January 25th. 2014 right here in Dallas Fort Worth. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash new beginnings for all the details and for information about registration. Don't miss this opportunity. Wherever you are in your life right now, don't miss this opportunity to experience a new beginning. Well, I hope you're ready for that. It's going to be a wonderful time together. And uh, that, again, is January the 25th, 2014, right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. For all the details on that, go to brianholmes.com forward slash new beginnings, plural, new beginnings, and uh, you'll find out all you need to know right there about how to register and how to be a part of this great event. Well, I want to just get started today with a, a couple of passages of Scripture that I think are relevant to where we are. As you know, we're talking about new beginnings we are talking about in this uh, few weeks here leading up to this seminar about putting the past behind us, getting in touch with the dreams that are in our heart, the passions, the interests, the things that, that mean something to us and that we sense we are to be concerned with. And we're talking about how to set goals that matter and how to go after the things that create lasting and meaningful results. And I just believe with all of my heart that as we talk here over these few weeks together, it's going to be very helpful to you to grab a hold of, to really embrace the, the idea that you can literally create a new beginning. I'm not talking about a do-over. I'm not talking about, you know, I screwed this, this one up and now I'm trying to do it all over again. No, I'm talking about a clean sheet of paper, a beginner's mind. I'm talking about uh, a, a clean sheet design, as we talked about last week in the podcast, we're talking about a new beginning, a brand new start, a fresh place from which you can launch into the future that God's already designed for your life. Let's look at Psalm 37, verse 3 to 4. And no, this is not a Bible lesson. That's not what this program is about. But because we believe very strongly in scriptural principles and that the Word of God is life to us, we oftentimes will include principles from the Word of God that we believe help us to create the right foundation. So let me share with you a couple of passages that I think are just profound as to what we're going to talk about today. Trust in the Lord, Psalm 37, verse 3, by the way. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And I, I could talk about all of those, and maybe I'll do that at some future point 
uh, on, on some future program. But look at verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Remember that desires of your heart piece right there. Now, in Isaiah 55, there's a passage that I just, I've lived off of this particular chapter for many, many years. But verse 10 and 11 read like this, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, and making it bare and sprout, and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. I want you to get this picture. He gives us a metaphor as the rain and snow come down from heaven and they don't return there without doing what they were sent to do. They're sent to water the earth and they make it bare. They make it sprout and it furnishes seed to the sower and bread to those that are hungry. He says, so will my word be, which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. I want you to think about this today. Every dream, every desire, every word that God has ever spoken over your life That is his word concerning your life. And he sent that word into the earth dimension to accomplish something that he has already defined. And this passage here tells us that when he sends that word out concerning your life, that he is not going to have that word come back to him without accomplishing what it was sent to do. Think about that. Your life is predestined to greatness. There is a specific assignment, a calling. There is a meaningful deposit and contribution that you are put here to make. And the dreams, the desires that are in your heart are a part of the the picture that God gives you to know what direction to go. They're a part of his word concerning your life. And I just believe that in this season, if we'll delight ourselves in him, that those desires that have been in our heart, we're going to see them become realities. We're going to see those dreams come to pass. We're going to see those desires fulfilled. Well, one of the components of a new beginning is forgetting the past and and putting all of that old stuff behind you. We talked about that at great length in episode number 23. So if you didn't pick up that particular episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that because we really challenged you in that episode to, to close out that chapter. Bring that whole thing to an end, man. Don't. Don't carry any of the old junk into this new season. It's not worth it. But what I'm going to talk about today is a different component of the new beginning, and that is getting in touch with 
those deeply embedded and often forgotten dreams we have in our hearts. You say, Brian, what are you talking about? I, I you know, what dreams? What do you, what do you mean? I'm talking about there are dreams and desires that were seeded there sometimes in our childhood. And for whatever reason, we have we've forgotten them. We've, we've put them on the shelf. We've stuffed them away, whatever the case may be. Or you might be one of those people that say, you know what? I don't even have any dreams. I'm just doing life, man. I get up every day. I go to work. I do my thing. I come home. I sit on the couch. I watch a little TV eat a little grub, go to bed, get up tomorrow, do it all over again. Well, I'm going to tell you that that is not the life God designed for you. I believe that every human being is born with the capacity and with the hardware and the software to carry within us dreams and desires placed there by God himself. Desires in our hearts. Some of those have been there for many, many years, and we've just never cultivated them. We've never really addressed them. We've never really researched or sought out what, man, why do I feel this way about that thing or this idea or that business concept or whatever the case may be. But today I'm going to challenge you. We want you to rediscover those. We want you to to activate and awaken those dreams that are in you. Because, man, those, those dreams, those dreams are directly connected to your destiny and the plan of God for your life. We want you to see those come to pass. Well, talking about dreams, you know, I'm not talking about the kind of dreams you have when you have a a bad hot dog or a a pizza dream, okay? I'm not talking about that. And and I do believe that God does speak to us sometimes in those kinds of dreams. I I do believe that uh, there are many times that, that God can reveal himself through visions and dreams that are truly in that sense. But I'm talking about these things that we just carry in, intuitively, you know, and I'm going to talk about some of the dreams that I had as a child in a little while, but let me just throw some out there that might mean something to you. You know, some people carry a dream just to have a certain type of vehicle. You know, I've always dreamed of having a, a Mercedes GL 450, or I've always wanted to have this classic Corvette, or, uh, you know, man, I've just always dreamed of flying an airplane or you know, my dream has always been to, to be a business owner, to have my own business and have my own employees and be able to set my own hours. Or, you know, I, I talk to people often who has have a dream to write a book or maybe to act on Broadway or to sing on the big stage and have, you know, I watch these reality shows like The Voice and American Idol and America's Got Talent, and I see these people who obviously for most of their life, many of them have had this dream to perform and to be on the big stage. And maybe that's your dream. Maybe your dream is to have a Grammy winning, a Grammy award winning album or, or project that receives great recognition and because of it gives you great influence in the marketplace. I don't know what your dream is or what your dream has been. But the challenge for most people that I meet is that somewhere along the way, our dreams get covered up by life right? You know, in some cases, really terrible things happen to individuals. And uh, most of the time, it's not things we bring on ourselves, but traumatic events take place or great losses or maybe great failures. Maybe someone, you know, who doesn't have a clue and, and is bitter at life, they 
they spurt off at the mouth and they they yell at us and say, you know, man, get your head out of the cloud. Stop dreaming. I know a lot of us as kids had our parents tell us that. Don't be such a dreamer. You're always dreaming about something. Come on, get down to reality. Well, reality is whatever you decide that it is. That's right. You, you are able to, in line with the faith in God and his plan for your life, you can choose life or death. And life is not just to be alive and breathing and fogging up a mirror. It means to, to choose the life that God has chosen for you. And that has a lot to do with our dreams. And, you know, maybe it's not that something bad happened. Maybe it's just somewhere along the way your belief systems or your self-esteem or your sense of being worthy of, of having a great dream come to pass in your life. Maybe, maybe those have just been somehow squandered away because you feel like you're not worthy and you're, you're not good enough or you're not smart enough. I, I don't know what that challenge is for you. Whatever the case, I find that a lot of people have their dreams squelched. That means they're, they're, the volume knob is turned way down. It, it, it can't be heard. It's, it's squashed in some cases. In other cases, just covered up by the muck and the mire and the busyness and the craziness that life sometimes can bring. And, you know, after a while living in that state, we just tend to dismiss the possibilities. We have this propensity just to accept life at, as it is dealt to us, and we just settle in to what is average and ordinary, and we settle for so much less than, one, what we're capable of, and, two, what God really intends for our life. Well, I, for one... I just can't be content any longer with anything less than the very best that God has determined that he wants for my life. You see, God knows the plans he has for you, and they're good plans. They're plans for you to prosper, plans for you to be happy, plans for you to be satisfied, content, safe, well, excited about life. That's his plans. And whatever those plans are, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I want for me, and that is certainly what I want to see for you. Let's talk about dreams for just a few minutes here. When I was a little boy, as far back as I can remember, I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't love airplanes, paper airplanes, model airplanes, just airplanes. And I was so fascinated with flying machines. I was just utterly fascinated. I've shared this with others that I grew up in a house, Houston, Texas, and we were on the south end of one of the approach runways at Houston Hobby Airport. And as the aircraft were coming in to land, they would just be maybe 500 feet over the top of our house. And I would sit in my front yard sometimes up in my little tree house that I built, and I would watch these planes fly right overhead. And I, at a very young age, learned which aircraft were which. And well, that's, a, that's a Cessna 172, or that's a Cessna 152, or that's a, that's a Southwest Airlines, that's a Boeing 737. Boy, that thing can go really fast and really high. Just absolutely fascinated. And my dad recognized this in me, and because he was... He served in the Air Force for a number of years and had quite a bit to do with, with flying. 
he he would do very special things for me. He would take me all the way across town to the international airport. We would drive to the very, very top of the parking garage and sit outdoors and watch for hours as these great aircraft would take off and land. And we'd talk about the types of aircraft and where that one might be going. And, you know, the big jumbos, my dad would say, that one's going to Europe or that one's going to Japan or that one's going to Korea. And I would just be fascinated. I'll never forget the very first time my dad took me on an actual airplane ride. We were going to go to an air show in Harlingen, Texas, where all these different aircraft, military and World War II and even modern-day aircraft would be flying and, and being demonstrated. And just it was just it was like the candy store for kids, for me. But I'll never forget my first flight. My dad put me on the bright orange Southwest Airlines airplane and said, son, let's go to the very back seat because, man, when you take off, it really feels cool if you sit in the back. And we did. We went to the very, very back seat, and I took off and flew to South Texas. I was in heaven, man. I was, I was hooked. You know, I still have my boarding pass from that flight. I kept it as a souvenir, and now some 40 years later, I still have that boarding pass. I would read every book about airplanes. I'm talking about grown-up books. I knew every type of aircraft, what size engine they had, how fast they would go, how far they would fly, what their range was. I began to study principles of flight. I began to look at textbooks used to train pilots, and I began to learn what the instruments meant and how they operated. And Man, I just, I just consumed this in my elementary school years, my junior high school years. Got into high school and began to get involved in other things, sports and and other activities. And, and I never lost interest in flying, but somehow or another, life just began to sort of pile in. And that dream got stuffed away a little bit. And then I hit some bumpy times in my high school years. And, you know, my parents weren't wealthy. They weren't rich. They weren't, they didn't have limitless resources. And so you know, I, I just, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'll never be able to fly. It's a great thing to fas- be fascinated with and to study, but, you know, it's probably just not for me. And I began to dismiss that dream, dismiss the possibilities. Well, I got married and had less money than I had before. <laughs> and for a while, I forgot about that dream. But one day, that thing just sprung up in my heart. And I said, you know what, man? I was born to fly. I am going to get my pilot's license. And I did. And since that time, I received my private pilot's license, my multi-engine certification, my instrument rating, and my commercial license. Done over 1,000 hours of flying in the left seat. That's pilot and command. I've flown everything from single-engine, two-seater Cessnas to very complex, very late-model Citation jets. You know, that dream of flying was not just so that I'd be able to fly airplanes. That dream that was in my heart to fly would actually serve a greater purpose in my life down the road because that's how dreams work. God puts desires in our heart, and the desires are exciting enough. But the truth is every desire, every dream is always going to serve a greater purpose. You know, I always dreamed of flying in one of those airplanes to the nations because my dad used to travel once or twice a year to go to to England I thought that was just amazing. Wow, what would, 
what would it be like to get on an airplane in Texas and then in just a few hours be on another continent? Where, where would I go? How would I go? Man, what, what would that cost? Well, in 1996, well into my adult life, I received a phone call from a, a dear friend, my, uh, a father to me, uh, a pastor to me, and he invited me to go on my first real trip out of the country. And this wasn't going to be a short hop. This was going to be all the way to Southern Africa, to Zimbabwe. Well, that was in 1996. Over the last 17 or 18 years, I have visited 18 countries, and many of those I've been to more than one time. See, those dreams were a part of me from the time I was a small child. And believe me, along the way, there were many times when I wanted to give up and many times where I just put them out of my mind completely because I had no concept that my dreams, that those desires would come true for me. As I've looked back on my life and looked at some of these things, and believe me, I have many more dreams. I am a dreamer, ladies and gentlemen. I ask myself this question, where do dreams come from? Where do these inherent desires originate? Why, why is it that there are certain things that each individual is passionate about, and there are certain interests that each person holds dear, and it drives them, and it just makes them excited to talk about. Where did that idea come from in the first place? Where did this motivation come from? Where do these dreams come from? Well, I believe they come from God himself. You see, every human being is born with a capacity to dream. Because every human being is born with a purpose, with a calling, and with an assignment. And purpose and calling and assignment cannot be fulfilled without there being this carrying of a dream, this carrying of an idea, this birthing of something that is new and fresh. You see, your life has meaning, but not random meaning. It has specific, very purposeful meaning. And if that is true, and I believe that it is, it stands to reason that the creator of all things would actually drop thoughts, ideas, desires, and dreams in your mind and in your heart that would point you in the direction of that purpose, of that calling, and of that assignment. How else is he going to move us there except to give us a dream, to give us a purpose, to give us an idea, to give us a, a, a business to birth, a ministry to birth. It's a dream. And yes, to the naked eye, it seems impossible. Yes, to everyone else looking around that does not have the same dream you have, they don't see it like you see it. And to them, it doesn't make any sense. But we cannot rely on someone else's opinion of our dream to get us to the realization of that dream. Because God did not give them that dream. He gave us that dream. It's up to us to cultivate, to stir it up, to awaken it, to form it, and to see it come to pass. You see, those dreams that you have possibly filed away are actually his dreams for you. They are the Father's desire for your life. They are literally an expression of his heart for your success 
and for his ultimate purpose in your life. Those dreams that maybe you've given up on in times past because you failed miserably, maybe you you really messed things up, you messed up that relationship, you messed up that that uh that opportunity, you messed up uh that that collaboration or that contract or whatever it may have been. Maybe you screwed it up and you screwed it up big time. And because of that failure, that embarrassment, that shame, that guilt, whatever it was, you gave up on it. You filed it away. It was a nice dream, but obviously it's not for me. For some of you that I'm talking to today, you have such great and incredible dreams that you carried at one point and you you were so passionate and excited about those dreams but someone told you that you were a fool for even thinking about doing that man who do you think you are that's the question that i just can't stand when people ask man you know that that sounds wonderful but man what makes you think you can do that i want to ask you this question this is brian holmes asking you a question i want to know who told you that you can't do what God says you can do? Who told you that your dream that God put in your heart is not possible? Who told you that you are not worthy of it, capable of it? Who told you that? And is their word more valid to you, more important to you than what God himself has said about the possibilities? You see, this is a time of new beginnings, and I want to challenge you to awaken the dreams within you. I want to challenge you to go back and look at those things that at one point in your life you knew, you had a sense about you, that there was something that was bubbling in you and that was something that was fresh, it was new, it was exciting, and God had put it there and it was for you. But somehow life, people, stuff, just kind of buried it. And because of that, that dream was aborted before its time. I want to give you some ideas today that I think will help you to awaken these dreams. Matter of fact, let me just begin by saying that I believe every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl has the capacity and has the potential to dream a dream and to see it come to pass. But it begins by awakening the dreams that you've given up on. I want to give you five things that you can do right now to awaken the dream within you. I want you to write these down. If you're driving, go back and listen to it later when you can write and take some notes. But I want you to take this seriously because I believe this is something that will challenge you to a place of moving forward into this new season. Five things you can do to awaken your dreams. Number one, Make a list and identify your passions. Number one is identify your passions, but I want you to make a list. Write them down. What are you passionate about? What gets you juiced, man? What gets you excited? What is it that when you talk about it, something bubbles up in you? Like me, you, you want to see me light up like a Christmas tree? Just talk to me about flying. If you could see my office right now, in my office I have four or five pictures and or models of aircraft, huge photographs, color photographs, because these airplanes, I have flown them, and I, I love them. I, I love to talk about my, my flying. I love it. But what are you passionate about? Number two, this is a very important one. 
I want to ask you over the next several weeks to revisit your old dreams. Go visit them. Go visit them. Conjure them back up in your mind. Go back and, and think about them again. Remember, man, I remember the time when I thought about, you know, I really wanted to do this or I wanted to pursue this or I had this idea or I've always had a dream of doing this, but I gave up on that dream at some point. I want you to revisit those and I want you to journal or write down everything you can about those. That's number three, by the way. Write these dreams down and include tremendous detail. Paint a picture with your words about the dreams that you are revisiting and awakening in your heart. So number one, identify your passions. Number two, revisit your old dreams. Number three, write them down and include all the detail that you can. Number four, this is something you've probably heard about before, but I want to encourage you to actually go do this. Create a dream board, a vision board. Get yourself a little bulletin board. Go to Walmart, go to Target, buy you a little bulletin board and start cutting out photographs of things that represent these dreams to you and put them on a board. And every day, I want you to, I mean, hang that board. Have a dream wall in your house. Have a place that's prominently displayed that every day you will see it. If you have no other place to put it, man, tape up your, make your bathroom mirror your dream wall. But I want you to get visual pictures of things that represent the dreams that God has put in your heart. It might be to go be a missionary in Mexico. It might be to, to write a book or to write a children's story. It might be to, to be a screenwriter. I don't know what your dream is, but get something that's visual that you can look at every day and put your eyes on it and say, okay, that is the dream that God's given me to pursue. It's real to me. Number five, I'm going to ask you every day to go to that board, go to that, that journal where you've written down the details, and I want you to read those to yourself, look at those pictures, and I want you to pray over those dreams every day, asking God to make his dreams alive in you again. The Bible says if we ask for bread, he will not give us a stone. If you ask God to reignite a dream or reignite passion in you for something that you've lost along the way, he will not turn you away. You know why? Because he put those desires there. He put those dreams there to begin with. Those are his ideas. So he is vested in seeing your dreams, his dreams, become a reality. Number one, identify your passions. Number two, revisit your old dreams. Number three, write them down and use great detail. Number four, create a dream board or a vision board somewhere that you can look at every day. Number five, pray over each dream daily, asking God to reignite that passion and reawaken those dreams in you again. Can I tell you this? Something that you are dreaming about is someone else's answer. Something God has called you to do is the solution to a problem. Some desire that you have in your heart will carry you places that you never thought possible. <laughs> I never dreamed in a million years, literally, no, no pun intended, that I would be able to travel the world like I have and see the nations and impact people all over the world. 
but something you're carrying can change the world. T.E. Lawrence said this. He said, all men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds wake in the day to find that it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous, for they may act on their dreams with open eyes so that they might make them possible. Don't just dream in the dark recesses of your mind. Don't just dream as little afterthoughts. No, I want you to awaken the dream within you, stir up the gifts in you, identify those passions, and get serious about calling those things that are not as though they already are. I believe with everything in my being that you, ma'am, you, sir, have the capacity to do something supernatural this year. I believe with all of my heart that if you determine it and you decide it, and by faith you, you trust that God will empower you to do it, I believe that you can, in fact, experience not only a new beginning, but I believe that you will experience all that God has planned for your life in this new year. Just make up your mind. It is a new season. It is a new day. I'm going to ask you, a couple of questions that I want you to consider. What dream have you been sitting on for years? What is it that somewhere along the way you stuffed away and you gave up on and you decided, you know what, it was a great idea, but it's probably just not for me or I can't do it or I'm not good enough. And I just, you dismissed that possibility from your mind. What dream is it? somewhere along the way you gave up on. Number three, what dream is it that God is calling you to awaken? What dream is it that God wants to see come alive in you again so that his purposes can be fulfilled in you? I want you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash 024. Go to the show notes for this episode at the very bottom. Go to the comment section. And I want you to to answer those questions there. Share with me, share with our audience, share with the, the people around us what are the dreams that you feel like God is calling to be awakened in you right now. Well, we've already mentioned to you that we have our New Beginnings Workshop coming up on January the 25th, and I really want all of you who are listening, whether you're in Dallas or you're out of town, to be a part of this. Dallas is an easy place to travel to, and we'd love to have you to be a part of it. It's going to be held in Louisville, Texas, which is just the north part of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, but we want you to, to be a part. This is going to be a time when you can let go of the past once and for all reignite your dreams, develop a strategic plan for this year and beyond. And I promise you it's going to be unlike any training you've ever been to in your life. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash new beginnings to find out all the information about how you can be a part of that. And know this, our Monday Mastery video blog series, we're focusing right now on new beginnings. We're talking each Monday about that on our video as well. I invite you to check out our Monday Mastery videos and subscribe to those. 
Well, we still have a couple of openings for coaching clients for 2014. If you would like to have me come alongside of you or someone that you love and care about and help them to experience 2014 in a very new and powerful way, I would be honored to serve you in that capacity. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash coaching to find out details about that. Lastly, if you would like to have me speak at your church, at your conference, at any event that you may be having, or just to come and speak to your leadership, I would love to do that. Visit our speaking page, brianholmes.com forward slash speaking. My last request of you is this. If you are finding value in these podcasts, if you would be so kind as to subscribe to our weekly updates at brianholmes.com, we want to communicate with you once a week just to share with you all the different things we have put out that week, Monday Mastery, podcast, blog post, any articles that we have found helpful. We want to share those with you on a regular basis. And also, subscribe to us in iTunes and rate us, if you will. Put a rating in there and uh, a testimonial about what this podcast means to you. That will help us to really gain the exposure we need to let everybody know what is happening right here at the Strategic Living Podcast. Share this with your friends. Somebody you love needs to hear this message. And just put it out there on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. We want everybody to know that we are here for you, and we want to see God's very best in your life. Well, I trust something we've shared today has challenged you, has been a blessing to you, and has maybe moved you off of neutral. Man, do not repeat 2013. I know some great things happen, some tough things happen. But 2014 is a new place, it's a new season, it's a new beginning, and I want to be one of those voices that really motivates you and pushes you to get off of stop and just to do something different, to really be transformed and move forward for what God has called you to do. Well, until next time, remember this, you are made in His image, designed for a purpose, destined for greatness. We're all waiting for you to show up. And we're all going to benefit because you have become the person God has called you to be. Well, we'll see you right back here next week. God bless you. Take care.